Good morning, everyone. Welcome to another episode, another podcast of Real Life Discussions with Pastor Rodney Evans. It's been a while since we've sat down and done this, and everybody enjoys it. I know I mentioned someone yesterday, and she says, good, I get to hear Teresa. So oh, wow. They were excited you were going to be well, on I'm today. Glad that they enjoy. Uh, let's talk a little bit about where the church is right now and what's going on. Um, one of my, uh, and I've mentioned this to people that I've called and I've tried to get in touch with about everybody. Uh, if we don't have your number, you know, get in touch with Ann and make sure we get your number. So maybe, you know, if you'd like for me to call you, I can give you a call and check on you. Um, send an instant message. Or... Yeah, we do the text, you know, every, every week, this will be set out by text here in a few moments. We're sitting down here on Sunday after we drink our coffee and we're, we're doing our podcast. Um, one thing I will hopefully do this week or next week is I'm going to get with our prime timers, our older people, and we're going to kind of meet at the park and oh. everybody bring their own lunch. Okay. And that way they can sit at their own table, social distance, and get to talk to each other. Mm-hmm. And then we're going to try uh, either this month or the first of next month, probably the end of this month, if the temperatures are good, everybody meet at the parking lot at the church. And we'll do a small teaching while your windows are rolled down and practice social distance. Because you're involved in this more working at the hospital. And I know a church started back a couple weeks ago. And over 20-some cases of coronavirus uh, Mm -hmm. has been contributed back to them starting their church. Mm -hmm. And that's in the area. I mean, that's within the Charlotte area that that's occurred. So we don't want that to happen. But we know people are getting to the point they just want to see each other. Mm-hmm. So we're going to try to make steps of doing that for the Especially next... Especially with the weather participating. You know, in the summer it was just too hot and people would have had to have kept their windows up. Mm-hmm. And uh, with the air conditioning to have tried to do anything. Because we didn't have the equipment to uh, for you to do, you know, the... Um, Setting up a bunch of stuff and doing all of that. Been connected to radio, Um, so I do think there are a lot of people that are starving for some fellowship, um, especially some of our older members that don't have a lot of extended family around and and are are lonely. I mean, Mm -hmm. this is this is lonely times. You you don't really get to do everything that you'd want to do. We did go out yesterday to um, do some grocery shopping, and we were so amazed that now you can go in and out both entrances to Walmart. And Target. And Target. <laughs> so, so I think we're definitely seeing some... Some movement uh, in some things. But people, and I was amazed and pleased at this point, and I know you get a lot of backlash from diff- different sides of people, don't wear the mask, don't do that. But again, you're involved in this, and I know they recommend that we do it. And the Bible tells us to to be smart. Mm-hmm. And we're everybody's just trying to be smart, especially if you've got underlying issues. But a lot of people had their masks. They were still trying to practice social distance and, and et cetera. I think that's been the biggest factor overall has not necessarily been related to masking um, because... A homemade mask, unless you're really wearing an N95 or a, a mask that you've been fitted for that's going to, to really block all the bacteria or viruses. It's, it's the 
Well, that's the reason you're practicing social distance. Yes, that will help as long as you're practicing social distance. Um, you're you're lessening your chances of being exposed yes. with the mask plus the social distancing and the hand hygiene continuously, you know, washing your hands. And then I think, you know, even the stores taking a little bit um, of cautious cleaning the carts. Yeah, whether or not that's truly being wiped. I, I don't know that they're wiping them down as well as I would like We usually still go cleaning. through and, and, and get some hand sanitizer because they got some laying around and we reclean the part yeah. that we touch. So I do think that that's kind of leveled off some, and even the numbers that they're they're giving on, on TV um, as far as the cases and thing. I think we it goes up and down with the new cases for each day. The other issue is that we are headed into flu season. Yes. So flu season is around the corner and they're predicting, you know, that things aren't that could be a lot higher yeah. because of people doing the social distance, they've not been exposed to anything. Then neither so that's like a a pro and the con to the situation. Yeah, because your immune system may be a little weaker. And the stress, the stress of all of this. And I do think that there is a little uptick in morale. I think people are starting to maybe see a little bit of light at the end of the tunnel on that. But I do, I agree with you. I think it's it's maybe time to start congregating, making little, steps, little steps. Eventually, because, mm-hmm. you know, we're... What we're thinking about doing, this will probably go into the end of the year, you know, trying to meet at least one time a month. Mm-hmm. Uh, if it's in the parking lot, getting our older people together to meet at a nice, you know, when it's nice outside, that it's not too hot, where they can take their mask off and sit at different tables and at least talk to each other. Yeah. You know, we do recommend no hugging, no yeah. high-fiving, yeah. you know, practice your social distance right now. And this has been hard on me as a pastor uh, when I say because, you know, people say if you're walking by faith and we're going to be talking about faith today, just go back to normal and, and go. But again, the Bible tells us not to be foolish yeah. and we want to be wise. So we're trying to adopt, especially with our congregation that we have, mm-hmm. but we do want people to begin to see each other. I know people's been calling each other, talking to each other, which to me is important at this time that they're doing that. So our goal again is maybe here in the next week or two is our older people, uh, when I say older people, people without kids really because mm-hmm. we don't want kids involved in this first one, uh, is get together, meet it and set at tables and talk a little bit. And then we will, by the end of the month, and then do it every month uh, for the next three months or so mm-hmm. and just see how it goes and see where the numbers go. Not with us, but with everything. But you're going to... Um have a text sent out with a when we're going to do schedule yes. so everyone will, will know when those times are. And this, what we're talking about today is, you know, anybody can listen to it and, and they'll be open to listen to it. So if you start the podcast, we want you to continue to listen. But we're directing a lot of this today to Our the members body. of Real Life, you know, church. And again, we, we, we love you. We love people checking on us. People, they text us, let us know what's going on in their life. And we appreciate that. Make sure if the kids are not listening today that they know Teresa and I love them and we care for them and we're praying for them on a constant basis because some schools have started back, mm-hmm. some schools has not started back. Uh, so you have that issue in the area that yeah. you got going on right now too. The parents struggling <clears throat> to um, have, find child care and um, if, if those that are, are blessed that they still have their jobs. Mm-hmm. Um, I know there one person at work they uh, that I had heard 
it was costing him $2,000 a month in child care because of all of this. So he had to cut back at work because of so Yeah, he had to change his schedule because both he and his wife work. And um, Well, with the makeup of our church, I mean, we're probably not going to get back what we're going to do in church meetings till after the first of the year. Yeah. I mean, it's just kind of a decision that we've kind of, in our mind, have made at this point. Uh, I know even the state overseer recommended that we would do online or parking lot meetings right mm-hmm. now. Uh, that was time. That was the last email that, that we got from him about this situation. Um, let's talk a little bit about faith. Now, we I talked about faith last week on YouTube. Mm-hmm. And we're going to go back a little bit about that because I like when you throw your, uh, your thoughts in on some stuff. And so our text last week on YouTube was found in Mark chapter 11, and Teresa's going to read that verse. Uh, 22 through 24 says, So Jesus answered and said to them, Have faith in God. For assuredly I say to you, whoever says to this mountain, Be removed and be cast into the sea, and does not doubt in his heart, but believes that those things which he says will be done, he will have whatever he says. Therefore I say to you, whatever things you ask when you pray, believe that you receive them, and you will have them. And then I, last week I brought up, basically having faith in God is simply believing what the scriptures say. And on the authority of God's testimony, or on the authority of his, his word, an entire confidence or trust in God's character his truth and faithfulness in fulfilling of his promises. Yeah. So to have faith in God and faith in the word, you're saying, Father, I believe what you've promised in your word. Yeah. I believe everything you're saying there, and I'm going to stand on it. Also, in uh, the 1828 Noah, Noah Webb's Dictionary, faith means... To trust, to obey, have belief resting on his authority without other evidence simple belief of the scriptures of the being and perfections of God and the existence character and doctrines of Christ the promises of God or his truth and faithfulness in other words an entire confidence or trust in God's character his truth and fulfillment again of his promises in the margin of your bible yes you it, where you have it in parenthesis have faith in God and you have the God kind of faith have the God kind of faith. Well, how did he create this earth? That's exactly what I was going to say. And you know, I don't think for one moment that God, when he said, let there be light, I don't think he had to go, ooh, let me go check. <laughs> to see if that happened. Yeah, let me just see. Ooh, that worked. Amazing that that worked. Let me write that in my journal. He knew what he said was going to come to pass, and it's the same confidence that we're supposed to have, that if what you're believing for, what you're standing on is the Word, you got to have that same confidence that when you speak it, it's going to happen. Yeah, and, and you sometimes have to start out small. Oh, yeah. You know, you can't believe God for something gigantically large if you've not believed him for some small things to happen in your life because yes. that builds your faith up oh yeah and we you know we've walked in questioning god i mean we've done that mm-hmm. and then we've walked in believing exactly what god's word says and honestly when you believe what god's word says and you stand on that it, it's amazing mm-hmm. and i wrote down here too when we believe god there's no telling where the blessings of faith will end and it's just saying, Father, it's in your word. And again, 
This is written in red. That means Jesus spoke this. This is not from someone else. This is uh, what Mark was listening to. And he, this is exactly from the voice of Jesus. So he's saying, if you believe, basically all things are possible. If you believe what you're saying. In other words, a lot of times faith come by hearing as you absorb the word. Say it right for me. Absorb. Absorb the word into your life. Uh, it begins to build your faith up. And as you build your faith up, you, you almost feel like you've been in a weight room. You come out and you're, you're buffed in a sense. Mm -hmm. You feel like you can tackle those things in front of you because you have, you have filled yourself full of the Word of God. So no matter what the devil's thrown at you, you can say what Jesus said, it's written. Yeah. It's written. Yeah. The Word says this. And again, whatever you're going through in your life right now, if it's sickness, if it's uh, financial, if it's uh, you know worry, doubt in a sense, Get in the Word. Yeah. Everybody wants to, to think that mountain actually has to be a physical mountain. Mm -hmm. And it could be an, anything that's obstructing you from reaching those promises that God has spoken in His Word. So whether it's um, a sickness in your body, whether it is something obstructing you from reaching the goals that God's placed in your life, you can speak to that mountain. But you have to believe you have to have faith in God yes. just willy-nilly throwing out things that's not first been planted in your heart you're speaking it out of your head it's not going to make a difference I can go around and say all day long that uh, I'm a supermodel and I <laughs> um, am a size 4 and that doesn't make it so it has to be backed up by the word and I have to have it in two places. I have to have it in my heart, and it, then it has to come out of my mouth. Almost the same way, and we, I've stressed this for the last two months almost. The same way you got saved is the same exactly. way you're going to obtain everything else that God has promised And that's you. the biggest miracle. That's the biggest mountain yes. that you can speak to is yeah. that you were on your way to hell without a Savior and when you took that word and you believed and you accepted in your heart, you believed that God sent his son. Yes. You put it in your heart and then you spoke it with your mouth and made your confession unto salvation. That is the hugest miracle that there is. We don't struggle with that. Most people don't struggle with that. But it's moving beyond salvation that we somehow think that we have to we can move away from faith being in our heart and in those faith-filled words in our mouth it never changes it's the same formula well and to me the biggest thing as you said is you've got to believe something you've never seen before yeah you got to believe that jesus died on the cross yeah and you weren't there no and you got to believe that the spirit of god raised him from the dead it's, i think it's because it's religiously okay we kind of everybody has agreed upon that so there's really no pushback in most mainstream religions mm -hmm. that that's okay. It's when you start talking about uh, healing, supernatural mm -hmm. healing, divine walking in divine health, walking in prosperity, walking in just blessedness, spirit, soul, and body. Then you start getting that pushback because it's not. Well, then you start getting that naming and claiming it. You're naming and claiming yeah. it. And well, you get in the ditch 
on both sides of the yes. road. We, we need to go down the middle of the road according to the word. But if God names it, I have a right to claim it. Yeah. And but some people want to use religion. Yeah. Because they don't want to. They don't. They haven't obtained it. Well, they've made a doctrine. They've made a uh, a following out of the prosperity movement, or um, and there is prosperity according to God's word. Yes. But it's going in the ditch on the other side of the road where that's all you focus on, and then you you're kind of selling the gospel. That's when people have an issue, and I think that's when we've kind of gotten too far. I mean, you can you can overreach too much in one yes. area. And as we always say, you know, we're praying that God blesses you, spirit, soul, and body, because we believe the word and the promises of God affects every aspect of you. Yes. So let's talk very quickly about Hebrews chapter 11, verse 13. It says, These all died in faith, not having received the promises, but having seen them afar off, were assured of them, embraced them, and confessed that they were strangers and pilgrims on earth. Well, having seen them afar off, and I talked about this a bit last week, um, and you brought it up how God created the heavens, and it's found in Genesis chapter 1 and 26. He said, let us make man in our image. He had an image of what he wanted to create. Mm -hmm. He wanted to create him in his image. Mm -hmm. uh, then we look at Joshua. Uh, it talks about God spoke to Joshua said, now see, mm -hmm. I've given you this city. Well, he didn't see it with his with his natural no, eye. No. He had to see it on the inside of him. Yeah. And we have to do that same thing. Yes. We've got to see that God wants us healed on the inside. We've got to see that God wants us blessed on the inside. We've got to see that God wants our family to walk in harmony yeah. on the inside before we even see it out here. So you've got to have an image of what God is trying to tell you that you can become. Yeah. Uh, for instance... You, you really, when you asked Jesus to forgive you your sins as you were going to the altar or whatever, you had that image oh, yeah. that Jesus had died and he rose again and that you were going to be a child of God before you even asked. Yeah. That same thing is true with everything with God. You've got to begin to see God healing you. Well, God, when God showed Joshua that, Joshua had to walk in obedience to even be in the place where God could show him what he wanted him to see. Yes. And it's the same thing with us. You're not going to see, and I'm using air quotes, <laughs> what God wants to show you if you're filling your vision all day long with TV or you're not busy in the Word for God to show you what he wants to show you. And then once you see it, then you embrace it. And when you embrace it, you're bringing it into yourself. Well, the, the Greek word for embrace means to greet, to welcome, to enfold in the arms. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly what you were just saying. Um, and I wrote down here, what photo do you have of yeah. yourself? And what do you see? What you see is what you embrace. Yeah. And, you know, we have been around, around people that all we hear is negative. Yeah. And it shows you they're not feeding yourself full of, of the word because if they were out of the abundance of the heart the mouth speaketh they would begin to say what the word said about yeah. their circumstances instead of saying what the circumstances was all the time yeah. they begin to speak to their mountain be thy removed to be the cast in the sea and that's something that we as believers have to do even right now again with whatever you're going through in life you have to begin to see hey god's word says 
that I'm the head and not the tail. I'm blessed going in and blessed going going out. I'm above and not beneath. Mm-hmm. I'm an ambassador. Mm-hmm. We were talking to Jordan yesterday, and he said he had preached a message and got a lot of uh, feedback, negative feedback from it, that we're all worms and etc. Uh, but you're not. You're an ambassador. How can you be a worm be an in, and be an ambassador? Also, the word embrace means... Enclosed in the arms, laid hold on, comprehended, to press to the bosom, to seize eagerly, to receive, to take, to accept. The hardest thing for people, and, and we we were the same way in, you know, when we first got saved. We could accept Jesus died, yeah. but we could not accept everything else he promised mm-hmm. until we begin to feed ourselves full of the word of God, we begin to say, hey, that is for me. And sometimes you're sitting there and you're seeing God do things for other people. And then we build up a resentment Mm -hmm. towards them because what God done for them. But they have realized probably the word says that's for me. If you're always looking at the problem and I catch myself so many times doing this, and this is something we have not arrived. This message is to us too. Yes. It is so easy to see that problem because they're real. It's, you have real issues right now. Right now, yes. I promise you there are some of you listening to us that... You, you want to turn us off. <laughs> you want to turn us off. You, want, you can look in your checkbook and there's some issues. Yes. You may have a stack of bills. That's an issue. You may have pain in your body. That's an, an issue. issue. And if that is constantly what you are looking at, and that is what you're seeing all the time, and you're embracing that problem over and over and over, and that's what you're speaking, that's what you're allowing to come out of your mouth, like you said, out of the abundance of the heart, what you're pouring in is coming out. Mm -hmm. You'll never rise above your situation by doing that. No. Now, you know, cease eagerly. Mm -hmm. Other words... When we've read the Bible together, something would jump out at you oh, yeah. or jump at me, and we would have to seize that yeah. because that was God speaking something right then that we needed to hear because you could feel the jump in your spirit. Mm-hmm. And the other question is, you know, when you see your boys mm-hmm. and your daughters now, uh, you want to embrace them mm-hmm. because they're dear to you. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you it's haven't precious. saw, well, if you haven't saw them in a while, you want to. You know, take into your bosom. You want to squeeze tightly. The question is, are we squeezing the word tightly? Is it something that we are eagerly waiting in anticipation to hear what God is speaking to us? Because what you're excited about is what you embrace. Oh, yeah. And to me, that is important that we as Christians begin to embrace the word of God. you got to embrace the word of God so it can run swiftly to heal you, to bless you financially, Whatever you need, embrace the word and see it with your spiritual eyes. Yes, just like God spoke to Joshua. And the, the scripture that I use for that is in Second Thessalonians 3 and 1. It says, Finally, brethren, pray for us that the word of the Lord may run swiftly and be glorified just as it is with you. That it may run swiftly. And when God blesses you and God takes care of that issue, that need or whatever it is, it glorifies him. Okay. He desires to do that for you. Yes. And he desires to do it today for you. Amen. So no matter what you're going through, realize that God's got his word here for you to get a scripture. And 
to stand on to see your issue dealt with. Mm-hmm. Again, whatever it is. You named a bunch of them already. We've talked about some of them here already. Um, whatever it is, begin to stand on the promises of God because they're yes and, and they're amen. amen. Listen, I've enjoyed today. Yeah, I enjoy talking with Teresa on our podcast. I know all of you all do too. Um, listen, you can share this. Uh, we're going to pray for you before we leave because we want to see God move in your life supernaturally and do some things in your family, in your finances, in your body. I know we've got a couple people in our church that we need to see God move uh, in both of those areas, financially and also body-wise. Um, but let's pray real quick. Heavenly Fathers, we come into your presence. We thank you for your word. Well, we thank you for faith. And Father, right now I'm asking you that, that you allow that gift of faith and that, that faith to begin to grow in their body also, Father, that they'll begin to declare what the Word says, Father. In spite of, in spite of the circumstances, they'll begin to sit, stand on the Word and declare the Word, Father. And Lord, they'll begin to see you move supernaturally. I think we're going to receive testimonies back from this podcast that you have moved, that you've touched financially, you have touched and healed, you have men families back together. Whatever it is, Father, people's going to stand on with the word. They're going to believe what the word says, and you're going to begin to move. And, Lord, they're going to embrace your word. Yes, Lord, it's going to be precious to them, Father. And I thank you, Lord, today they're going to begin to see with their spiritual eyes, with their spiritual being, that you are a God and you say in your word that you want to move in their yes. life, spirit, soul, and body, and then they're going to begin to see it in the natural. Yes, Lord. Father, I declare today is their breakthrough day. Amen. And you're going to move supernaturally in Jesus' name. And everybody shouted and said, Amen. Amen. Listen, Teresa and I love you. Anything else you want to say? No, I thought it was a good word today. We, we appreciate you, and we are praying today that God bless you, spirit, soul, and body. We love you.